Hey guys, we're here on Sapporo Day 3 with the same crew you come to expect at this point. Azil, myself, uh, Grail, and Gobolzula. Hello, hello. Hey. Hi. So we went to the Berserker exhibition again today. <laughs> Mod, you did again. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, I did. Sorry. We switched it up a little bit because the past two days it's been, if not the first, if not the very first, one of the first things we've done in the day. And today we swapped it up to the back. And that matters because we were actually kicked out of the exhibition because they ran out of time. We ran out of time. We ran right until closing time and they were very uh, prompt about saying... Uh, they waited two minutes. Oh, they gave us two minutes. Well, I mean, they we were told to leave two minutes after the time. Oh, two minutes said, after. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, six two. Okay. Six or two. Got it. Oh, uh, okay. So, so still, but this still let us take our time. Yeah. Know, buying the merch. But he oh, was yeah. he was acting as a sweeper at the end. He was urging people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pushing, yeah. pushing, pushing yeah. until. Anyway. Anyway, we didn't get to see the whole thing again, uh, which is a little bit of a bummer. But hey, I've seen it two and a half times at this point. So. We'll go back tomorrow. And tomorrow will be the, tomorrow the, after. <laughs> be the last day for us. Um, want a couple talk about a couple things that we noticed uh, today. Um one of the things I noticed is that we're viewing these things in the context of an art exhibit. Like, it's obvious, right? I know these are comic panels, manga panels on a wall. But my experience with these panels and pages previously has been um, reading the pages and then turning the pages, following the story and turning the, turning the pages, right? When it's on a wall, your eyes do become more attuned to the details on the page because you're forced to stare at it for a little bit and kind of examine it. So I've come to find new appreciation for other two-page spreads that I've not really spent much time on. The one that jumps out to me is the one I've mentioned previously, which is uh, Griffith, right as the eclipse begins, is a two-page spread. It's one of those pages that when you stop and look at it, you recognize how beautiful it is and how uh, effective it is at evoking a feeling. Um but normally, because of the uh, the flow of that scene, I'm just ready to turn the page and see what the hell is happening next, right? Mm. Because the action propels you in a comic. Uh, and it, anyway, I appreciated that panel more today. Um, anybody else, what jumped out to them today that was maybe new to them? From Even though we've seen this two and a half times, I still find new stuff that's like, oh, right, what about this? Mm. So, what about you, girl? Oh, wow. Uh, it's all kind of bleeding together for me for the past few days. Uh, I'm trying to, uh, let's say for the, the Zod, the big Zod reveal in volume five. And I noticed that in that particular two page spread, the only screen tones were for his eyes and just mm. little details like that, little idiosyncrasies or uh, little decisions. Oh, you mean the, the two-page spread of his furry face? His big, that one. Big well, furry transforms, face. yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so that uh, particular detail just stuck out to me because, you know, why did he make the decision to have screen tone for the eyes and not for the fur? Because the fur is so wild in those two pages. Yeah. And you, we've seen him use tones much more minimally, or sorry, maximally, really, because... The, you could have used tones all over the place because of the different varying fur there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The texture, but he didn't go for it. All right. I feel like the, the white space in between the marker, you know, uh, strokes, is what makes it in that specific scene. Yeah. And I, I feel like for the eyes, you know, and sometimes I feel like he often uses um, screen tones when, like, he can't, like, he's too small to cross-hatch, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I think... That was a similar uh, conclusion that I came to, especially in comparison to the other two-page spread of Guts, that kind of uh, loosely defined 
uh, two page spread it with him in his uh, big cloak, and I mm, felt like mm. that was a similar situation. Mm. No screen tones in that one at all, where it was all about the texture and the brush strokes, brush big strokes. brush strokes. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Another thing was in the scene where Zod appears behind Wild and mm-hmm. kind of dwarfs him. Yeah, mm-hmm. arms outspread. Yeah, wild, I, yeah, I was wondering about his size in that particular panel. He's that's, big. that's because at the time people miss it regularly. Wild is lying down. Actually, he's just propping himself up on his uh, on his with his arms, oh. but he's actually broken down. He has been crawling out of the forest. Right. So he's not standing up. Yeah. Because otherwise Zod wouldn't be that much higher than him. But because he's turning down. And the, the perspective makes it look like Wild is actually like up and Zod mm-hmm. is a fucking giant, yeah. but it's not the case. But it does look awesome like that. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one particular two-page spread where I found myself staring at it that I hadn't stared at it previously. Yeah, sure. Because there's a lot going on. There are a lot of screen tones. Uh, you know, there are so many where there were like multiple layers of screen tones where I just stared and was thinking about, you know, how he... How near I might have made those decisions, and you know mm. what a process it is to really put these pages together. Yeah, your but, awareness of the construction. I mean, that is kind of the the big takeaway to me of this whole exhibition. Yeah, it's a layer that I've never mm. and never I never knew I would learn the process. But you were getting a little hint of the process and seeing kind of the artifacts he's left behind. Yeah, mm. yeah, it tells a story. Yeah, Azil. I mean, yeah. Generally speaking, I feel like that the. Real, the main point is the technical aspect of it. Where so to speak, to get back to layers. Uh, sometimes in some some panels, I felt like stuff was like cut out and pasted in, just because of the the weight had. So even in the manga, you know, when you actually see it on the page, it's not like that. It's just the way he does. So sometimes with scream tones, sometimes with like white out and doing like some contouring to delineate stuff and it really helps make makes it pop out mm-hmm. and what's interesting what you, you mentioned about and we we talked about this in the previous uh, the previous days but even if you pay attention because i have scrutinized like a lot of the panels of manga but there's some stuff you just cannot see because like the scanning and the printing process just burrs it out smooths it out and they might even also purposely like even it out so that it's less visible and here you really do like you can enjoy the technical aspect of of creating the manga and so it, what's interesting about it is it feels like it's just something a guy drew you know like when you see it you're like okay this is not just some kind of you know piece mm-hmm. of art that came down from the heavens i can see the pen marks i can see that he used markers uh Gobolatula was remarking that he had like old markers that used to get some specific effects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I would never have been able to actually guess like that it was actually just some old marker he used. And the, the fact sometimes it's like he did all the line work, all the, the inking, everything. Then he has got to use like some markers to get the blood effects or some some speed line effects, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It is very like if you mess up you you ruin your page you've got to start again so and like Ray mentioned also when we are doing it like very like uh, steady hand stuff yeah and it is yeah so like i was saying you do you do get a feel for the construction of it screen toes white out ink marker brushes everything and and you see that it's just something someone drew at the same time it's like well how do you get to that result from like a white page? And that's still that's still I fucking know. incredible. Mm. What I want to let you go, but I want to interject. One thing that makes sense to do interject now is 
when they're talking about this exhibition and what it is, it's Miura's art on display, and they have a little section in the back reserve for a recreation of his studio, right? And then they have the video of Miura. That's pretty much the whole show, right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking today, um, we're talking so much about the construction and the tools he probably used. I think it would have been cool if you, they showed the kinds of tools he used. Mm-hmm. Like, here is the kind of pen that he used. Here's the kind of material that he would use to create the textures. Like, mm-hmm. that would have been really cool, too, you know? Mm-hmm. To have those on display, even if they were not the exact products, but like them, you know, that would be yeah. so cool. Well, he's talked about it in the past, like he used, a, for, for a period, he was certainly really having to go to Japan. But showing us some pens. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I agree. I mean, it's, it goes back, and I was thinking about something similar to that, which is, uh, there used to be, like, once when he talked about uh, his process and how it evolved, in a former interview, some, some forum member was like, really obsessing over the type of pen he used and it makes you know Pula always laughs about it because she's like it's like if the guy got the same pen he could do the same thing I can do it and and it's it is such a funny thing because you could give Mura like a ballpoint pen and he still do something incredible you know or whatever pencil or anything Mm -hmm. and but yeah it is interesting to to would be interesting to see the tools at the same time I think I like the idea that, yeah, you see, like I said, you see how it's constructed. You can actually see every pen stroke, but... But the tools are the missing piece to that, I think. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, like, the real big missing piece is the talent of the guy using them. Certainly. Sure. But, that uh, minus that, yeah. And, and yeah, just, I don't know, some stuff. One thing I noticed the first day that I spent some time checking this time is, like, on the, the shot of the Beherit mm-hmm. uh, during the eclipse, like, you know, in a pool of blood. You see, like, for example, the lips are done with just little strokes, like not necessarily delineated for the mouth, but it gives them a specific effect. Mm. And sometimes like uh, the shot of uh, Serpico uh, in volume 17, when he, you know, uh, yep. do like a super strike at guts and, and vice versa. For example, his skin is like not colored in and there's no lines either. Stuff like that, that you, again, it's kind of like what you were saying, when, you, when you're reading, it's just like engrossed in the story, you're turning the page, but honestly, even just looking at the page, I mean, unless you're like super, like ultra observant, it's the kind of stuff you, you, you don't really see then and you see it when it's like the original. Well, the form factor also plays a role. And I, I do think it just kind of does a disservice to, Ma, to the manga, to Berserk itself, that it is published in such a small form factor. Yeah. You know? Like, it, if honestly, it just deserves to be made, in my opinion. In the size that he made it in, because that's what he was. Yeah, that was his view shed. Well, you know, as he was making art decisions, he was making them on this size yeah. canvas, and then it gets shrunk, which changes the effect of the page. I do think I think A five would be would be a good compromise. I don't think like if you do like B four, that's a bit like. I mean, I'll take it. Sure, make it. I'll, t- I'll do. He'll buy it, but I think A five would be a good compromise. Uh, at the same time, I also think like the the printing process. I feel like would make a big difference, like paper quality, yeah, the printing, that's true. scanning and printing process. Because honestly, I can't complain about the, the Japanese edition. I feel like they've done a good job, yeah. generally speaking. Like it yeah. can't be compared to the other stuff. But you say that, but now I'm thinking about what I've seen today. Yeah, you but know what I mean. There's also another thing is that, like the way we're seeing it there, where you can see everything, like the wireless stuff, the highest is, possible that definition. That is not how you're supposed to see it when you yeah. actually read the story. All right, you, you know what I mean. It's supposed I to do, be flattened. Yeah, I do wonder how he would have wanted us to see it because, um, obviously, he was well aware that his 
art was going to be kind of, you know, scanned and you wouldn't be able to see all the imperfections. And then mm-hmm. eventually it would have been shrunk for the Tom Combon format and all that stuff. I mean, I, I you actually see that uh, Dark Horse Deluxe Edition on his uh, desk recreation. I do wonder if he would have preferred um, a more... Form factor. Yeah, better, a bigger version where you can... I don't see know. things better. I don't know. Yeah, I, I wonder how he regarded his own art because you know, in the end, he was making a you know a manga, but it's it's clear to me that he he put so much more into his work than anybody ever has in the past. And, mm-hmm. uh, well, um, I mean, the magazine itself is a uh, is B five, so I think that's an indication that historically it was just like ah, oh, it's gonna be small anyway. I don't really care. Like, you know, the people who actually read the magazine, that's like the number one audience, they do see it in a relatively big True. size. I mean, it's On still... shitty paper, though. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it is it is still a bigger size. That being said, yeah. I do think, like, obviously, the fact it would be uh, smoothed out in the editing process was taken into account mm-hmm. and expected. That's part of the job. So, I mean, I feel like it's appropriate... Uh, this is an art exhibition, so you'd get to see the actual art sure. as it was done. And for the reading experience of the story, well, you know, you actually see a version that's smoothed out and you don't see all the details. I feel like that's proper. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad. It's just, I mean, bottom line, it's a very different effect to see them in a big, in big, in a bigger size. Mm. Like very different for me. Um, also, want to talk a little bit about the borders beyond the page. Um, that was something I kind of immediately was curious about when I saw those two-page reproductions. The two-page reproductions you can buy at the exhibition are just a sampling, obviously, of the ones that are on display. Mm. And so just in the previews of seeing the ones that were selling, I was able to, prior to attending, see what was in those borders. What kind of stuff does he do, right? Uh, there's a ton of variety in what is beyond those borders. You know, what doesn't get captured in the crops is what I'm talking about. Mm. Like, uh, the volume three colorings he did, and volume two as well, uh, he kind of touches his brush on the edge of the page, and so you see these color blobs all around the edges of the page before he would apply it to the page. And it gives a really cool uh, look to those pages. I really like that a lot. Uh, the other one I wanted to point out was volume 11 is uh, the scene with Guts and Pippin hitting the um, uh, the Sold Wilds guys. I can't remember the name. The Black Dog Knights. Black Dog Knights, thank you. Um, and there's a strike that Guts does. It's, it's just it's just a slash thing. and But the it's one of those uh, things where the pen stroke is long and consistent, but bold. And each one mm. is like perfectly yeah. done. And the start of those strokes happens right at the border. Oh, it was so cool to see where, where each one starts. And it was all so consistent and perfectly done. Oh, that was neat. Not a lot of white out in those. Yeah. 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 I jumped over you. Did you have any individual, like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, well, moments uh, today? You guys uh, touched on a lot of the things that I noticed. Uh, I guess one thing I was drawn to this particular day was the um, one-page shot of Guts's face when he sees uh, Griffith reborn, or, you know, his new birth mm-hmm. and volume 21. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was, you know, I kind of just stuck my face as close as I could to the the frame, and I was looking at all of the ended all of the lines on that page were 
so thin and you must use a different pen for that one i think yeah it, it I, has a very different look you know it's a it's a distinct page there's a lot yeah. of cross hatching and even the thick lines are just um you know uh just a bunch of etched smaller lines mm-hmm. and uh yeah there's a lot of cross hatching on his cheek and mm. and you look really close you can see like in his gasp like you can barely see one of his teeth mm-hmm. i don't know it just cool blows pitch. blows my mind it, it, it's clear to me that a, a, a shot like that mira clearly was waiting a long time like okay here it comes here's guts finally seeing griffith again and mm-hmm. he just had a field day and it's well it, the page leaves an impression because it is so different you yeah. know what i mean it's it, it's one of those things, I mean, we talked about in the reread, so I'm not going to go at length, but like, it's like a frozen moment thing, you mm-hmm. know? It's one of those things where the moment is frozen. Yeah, yeah. I like it a lot. Uh, what else today? The crowd size was not very big today, but obviously we're right at closing time. Yeah. So it's not like we got a good sense and of attendance some, today. Some people did come after us, so... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah trailing yeah. behind us is what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, they That's were, true. I think they came in even after us, like a couple of guys... Ooh, what's the mixture? How will we describe that to those that are listening? Like, who is it that's coming to? I was always curious before I came. Who is coming to these things? Well, it's kind of the same thing I heard before. Is uh, you get uh, a bunch of people, you know, a lot of women. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's several women there. But uh, I mean, more than several on on the first and second day. There were mm-hmm. quite a many women. Uh, there's also couples with their kids. Yeah, which those that guys, right? Yesterday, the couple of the kids, the, the kids are running those, through. Those guys were more like, oh, we're in the mall. Hey, there's this thing. Oh, it's a it's a manga. Well, let's let's bring. Yeah, kids like kids. comics, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, look what that women's eyes doing yeah. with. Uh, oh well, nothing. Don't look, Junior. Move on. She's just being silly. <laughs> uh, the wrestling. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the, yeah, it was kind of kind of odd. But uh, yeah, yeah most... when we when we said kids, they were like five and six yeah, or maybe so. even maybe even younger. Like yeah, I, uh, I remember. In any case, yeah, quite a diverse crowd. Uh, uh, I saw a couple foreigners. Uh, really, I didn't see any maybe, foreigners. No, no, no. Yeah, maybe, maybe more than a couple actually. What? Uh, I would say in total over the, the three days we went, I saw like maybe six. Maybe I wasn't looking. I, I don't think I saw any. any. Well, I mean, I don't know what you tell you guys, but uh, I was busy looking at the art. I guess I didn't yeah, see the people. There were a couple who were, uh, you know, some guys speaking English. Um, you know, a couple other guys the other day. Yeah. Okay. I had my face just to the panels, I guess. I think uh, there were some uh, Chinese guys, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Chinese, maybe. maybe yeah. I was so curious if there would be more Westerners, or anybody, really, from outside Japan. Well, I mean, I mean, in Sapporo, not really. I think Tokyo, it was mm-hmm. more mixed. Tokyo, Osaka, I mean, those are more densely populated and maybe more touristy places. I feel like maybe with... Uh, the Yuki Matsuri, uh, the, the the snow festival, there might be a lot uh, more That's true. Yeah. Chinese Korean tourists, and also people from Japan. I mean, it's kind of a obvious thing, but it's like a big event for winter, so lots of tourists. Mm-hmm. It's an it's an occasion, you yeah, know. It's overlap thing. So they're here I, for that. So come to this. Yeah, I feel like uh, you know, beginning in, of uh, February, that's when it's gonna be uh, the most packed, and that's also why I was in favor of going now because cheaper, less people, more. I mean, it's pretty, honestly, I'm, I'm fine with having like this thing. I wouldn't say to ourselves, but, you know, sparsely populated because, mm-hmm. uh, 
yeah, I mean, it's just more enjoyable. You check the stuff. There's no people talking. Or, you it's know, true. You didn't have to fight. We ne- we've never had to fight for space at these things. Yeah. In terms of like, well, people had to fight us yeah, for space. I have some people who are like clearly waiting for me to move on. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. I don't, I don't care. I'm staying here. I'm looking you at it. You traveled thousands of miles to I mean, here. I don't give a shit. Like, you just want to go on with your day. Get the fuck out. I'll yeah. stay here. I'll stay here a whole day. It <laughs> was actually a funny conflation of like cultural expectations because they were clearly politely waiting for Azil to politely step aside what he was supposed to do in that role. But, like, fuck it. We're here to I, enjoy I this di- stuff. I even didn't notice that, so mm. that's, that's a lot, you know. They were kind of, like, doing, like, like mm-hmm, you know, well, holding their arms, yeah, like, well. he will move, because that is a polite move. He's not going to move, guys. No. <laughs> He's not going to move. So I'm move checking on. things. I mean... I would say they ought to hire Azil as a curator, but uh, I don't know if that's even a thing here, because everybody... I think it's in, in the culture just to kind of quietly... Uh, you know, look at the art and maybe whisper a couple things like, oh, I have heard, it, mm, I don't know any Japanese worth anything, guys. I'm not going to say anything about that, but I have listened to other people talking about the art and it is interesting to hear the way they talk about it, like somewhat passionately, somewhat interestedly, like yeah. I remember one guy talking to, explaining to probably his mom, it could have been his grandmother. I remember her like criticizing yeah. something about it. You could tell just the tone. And then he was like, paused for a bit, and he said, "No, something, something, something." No, and he said, "Artiste," or something like that. And he used the word "artiste," you know, basically mm-hmm. like, "Step off, grandma. This is cool shit." You know, was the that was the feeling of that conversation to me. Mm. I wish I would know what they had said though. Uh, what else today? So that was just the exhibit stuff. Uh, today was a snowy day. Our first really big snowy wait, day. Wait, 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 wait. We still got stuff to say. Oh, okay. Go for it. Uh, I forgot to say it yesterday, but the Mura video mm-hmm. is 11 minutes and 5 seconds. Oh, you got the time. Oh. 11 minutes and 5 seconds. Hey. Hell yeah. Yes. Nice. I used my powers to divine <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> and I had other things to say, but now I forgot. <laughs> That's why you got to write them down. Yeah, true, true. Mm-hmm. That's why I got to take notes. Mm-hmm. I swear I take notes usually on my computer. But I did not get a chance to manuscript. watch script. I mean, I had to write, write uh, my address in kanji today, so that's, ah, that's, yeah. that's enough note-taking for sure. me for a lifetime. <laughs> um, uh, I did not get a chance to watch the Mirror video at all today, which was a big bummer. I walked right past it because I was mm-hmm. being pushed out into the merch section so we could consume. You know? Did we did we describe it uh, in detail? Enough? Not in, well, Yeah, we, the first day of recording, we said how... He's prompted by questions for each little segment. Yeah. Each segment's clearly edited. Between. Yeah, he's written down questions, mm-hmm. and yeah, he answers. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we don't have a full translation of it at all, so I can't speak to the content of it. Just the takeaway to me was seeing him animatedly answer each one and full of personality, full of mm-hmm. life, you know, happy guy. Mm-hmm. Seems uh, very pleased, you know. Yeah. Happy to be there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, looking forward to... The next 30 years, but yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wrote down one thing late. I forgot to mention. Um, Noticing details because of the form factor. There's been a couple things where I was like, I have never noticed that before. One I remember to write down was uh, the single page shot in volume 23 when Guts is leading Casca on a rope, a leash, right? Yeah. Uh, Over his right shoulder, I noticed where normally the Dragon Slayer chain hooks up to his chest plate. I noticed a little stick going left to right. And I was like, what the hell is that? I never noticed that before. And if you look carefully, definitely 
a makeshift like arrangement that Guts had to hold the bag over his shoulder. Mm, the little stick. Exactly. The, the stick kind of holds it in place through the little like clasp of the chest plate to so that the bag has something, something to stand on, basically. Yeah, you know, it goes back to what you were saying about the size. Yeah, And, and totally. what I was uh, adding on about the clarity of the thing. And I, I have to say, I... I mentioned it yesterday about the like the expressions, the details and the expression of the characters, and even in like the the color illustrations, like some of the paintings he did for the illustrations file and stuff like that, you do see a, a finesse yeah, of, of details, yeah. like on the expression of characters' face that is absolutely lost, even in the art books. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it is really lost, and you really see it a lot more clearly there. And and it does make quite a difference, actually. Like the subtlety of the, because it's really just it's a few lines here and there. It reminded me of one thing you you told me, Walter, uh, a while back. It's when a, there was a guy who was selling a, a fake shikishi, uh, basically an imitation of something you had made, mm-hmm. and it wasn't pretty good. Though there's been a lot of shitty ones. This one was pretty well made, pretty well made. Like. I could tell the difference because I've seen the real one because it's in my house. No, mm-hmm. I wish, but no, actually some guy beat me to it. But in any case, I've seen the real one. That one's pretty close. And you were saying that the real one, like you liked Gus's expression. It felt a lot more expressive and stuff. And the fake one, you didn't like it. It was flat. It, it felt shitty. Yeah, yeah. And it's really, it's like, it's kind of a stupid thing, but you know, the heart you put, the soul you put oh, in, yeah. the, in the strokes, it's it's just it can be imperceptible, but the the end result is different. And same thing here. When you see like the you know the actor thing with the level of detail, it really makes a difference. And just for that, again, art exhibition, it is worse to be called an art exhibit. I mean, what you're describing is basically what determines. You know, when they say this piece this piece is from a master painter. Yeah. You know, it's like a determining factor on like the level of mastery they've had over the craft. It's the same, you're describing the same thing. Mm, yeah. Uh, like, you know, the same picture drawn by one person won't have the same feeling as another mm. because of all the the sum of all the things that are on the page, right? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like when you go to the Louvre and there's a 150 rendition of uh, Virgin Mary and Baby Jesus mm-hmm. and there's like two of them that are really good and yeah, the yeah. rest is like mediocre shit. Sure. <laughs> and if you if you don't know like me, you're just going there and checking everyone, you're like, you're wasting your time because it's really like in that whole aisle, there's the two ones you need to That's see true. and the rest is like garbage. Yeah. Well, maybe not garbage, but... Well, the Louvre is, is also a thing where you shouldn't do it in one day, which is what I think I I did. It's what everybody it. does. Yeah. But it's, it's you so, definitely it's, should not. It do is that so in one big, day. and it also basically you need a guide. Yeah, like I, I spoke to an art historian about it, and it's just a thing where if you don't know what you're doing, actually, you're just going to be wandering around. I mean, like every tourist does. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just rend- oh, there's a Mona Lisa. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, you actually need to know what you're doing. Yeah, context matters, and yeah, focus matters. And that being said, it's a good, uh, good, good way to go into something I wanted to say. And yes. I've said before is go that this exhibition is pretty big and pretty luxurious for like a manga exhibit, mm. but I would say that there's not enough of it. Is that oh, what of I the I art? Of like, the yeah, art? I mean, yeah, we mentioned it a bunch of times. I don't know what you guys think, but. It's like good. It's it's too fast. I don't like the way they've ordered it. It's, it's too heavy. But just to slow down for a little bit, um, <laughs> when you say too fast, 
You're talking about how quickly it moves from section to section of the manga. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what you were saying. There's like maybe four illustrations for Lost Children. Yeah, there's like three, and it's like an L-shaped thing. Yeah, and that's and it. You're done. So they, yeah. they, they removed they removed some compared to the Tokyo exhibition. They, oh, they removed like so they removed the Godo Forge uh, area. They removed the um, Corridor of Dreams with right. the coffin, the coffin, and the dog, and they also removed some illustrations, mm. which is you know. Why though? Which, yeah, like just there's room. Just, I've, just, I've seen that give, place. Give me more. I mean, yeah, we're, we're, you know, there's, there's room. So that's, that's that's that was just bothering. And just I mean, generally speaking, even based on the original one. So I, I've had the catalog because a friend got got it for me as the Tokyo exhibition. And uh, I mean, it could be double the size, easy. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I understand it's a matter of space, and they've had to do and probably like the average. Exhibition gore is not going to spend three hours or four hours in it, but still. We spent three hours easy on the first day. Well, I mean, we're like, you know. I understand the average. I'm just. Like the crazy I'm, guy. I'm just reiterating that you absolutely can't. But yeah, can't the spend. point is just there's so many of them that are great. Mm-hmm. It, it does feel like. It really is it's just a simple platter. I'm like, you know, just give, give, it, give me everything. I know. I, I want to see like 500 of these. I, I, yeah, it does make me think what else are we not seeing? Just from the sampling that we have been shown, mm. what is not being shown through the only other pages, yeah. you know what I mean? I do think their picks are pretty on point. Uh, absolutely, there's others I would want to see. No doubt yeah. about it. Um, yeah, it's not like... It's, I'm, well, I mean, I was going to say it's not like they pick shitty stuff. No, but... no. You know what they did, though? And this does kind of bother me now that I think about it, is they focused on the big heightened two-page moments, mostly. Yeah. And those are all great. Yeah, yeah. I want to see a downplayed... Average ass page. I want to see a couple mm, of those mm, too. You know, we mm. don't see very many of those in the in the yeah at all. You mentioned that uh, this exhibition is uh, bigger compared to like that of other mangaka. I, I have no frame of res- reference. Like, sure, I guess Chika Amino's recent one. Like, that was oh, four years okay. ago at this point. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She had one. I, I remember seeing photos of it on Twitter. It was not as big. I mean, the, the yeah. photos I saw were not as big. I mean, that's probably, I mean, it's just comparing to like other Hakusensha mangaka, I'm, I'm sure as if you go to like the superstars, uh, you know, they're going to have giant stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it is it is pretty good for for what Hakusensha is doing. But yeah, I mean, as a huge as Berserk fan, I would have liked something even bigger. And I mean, we so we saw the eclipse part also, which oh, they, yeah, they they sure. do hype up a lot uh, a lot. Mir even mentioned it in his little introduction text. Yeah, thing. yeah. I mean, like, I mean, yeah, you're gonna build it. I mean, sure. It, it, I mean, I appreciate the effort, but it's basically two like uh, half walls of faces, faces that light up and down, which in, is in a sequence, which thing, is yeah. it, you know, it's neat, but it feels it's kind of like a high school project uh, level thing. It, the, here's the thing it should give off an impression or a feeling and the impression and feeling is like okay is it a Halloween thing it, it, it is, <laughs> you know? I mean it's fine and and, uh, and they basically so they have the um, the god hand statue from Out of War from a while back sure. and they, the big thing is that they built the hand and the hand looks cool <laughs> it's fine it's yeah. fine I, I expected something bigger from the descriptions I, I yeah. heard expecting something like twice bigger you know more imposing mm-hmm but uh, it is fine. The Zod statue is cool, even though it's not the correct size. I appreciated it for being huge. And I mean, I, I gave like a thousand dollars for it. So, you know. I did notice, just speaking of the God Hand thing, um, 
the the locals here at the exhibition really stop and look at a lot of those. They they stop and look at all the fit physical things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're spending a lot of time like, oh yeah, this I can understand. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that's not, that, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, it, it comes down to you know drawings. Eh. Boring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, statue! Wow, it's big. Mm-hmm. It's a statue and it's big. They're pretty cool. I, I mean, I, most of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I get, I get it. I get it. It's fine. It's a, uh, it's, it's the roles are supposed to play. You know, it's, it's the same thing. You've got out of us got the uh, helmet reproduction of Griffiths. That's not very. It's not very good. It's not like a yeah. very good reproduction. I They've agree. got the. Like the um, artificial arm of guts, that it's not the full size one, but it's something they were selling. You know, it's fine. Oh, and one of the first things you see is a replica of the Dragon Slayer, like on the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know really why is that, it's there because you've got the the scene where you can pose with it. Again, I think in the Tokyo exhibition, it was placed differently, mm-hmm. so it made more sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, these are cool. I do think like the puck. The little puck thing is like the highlight, at least for me. What yeah. little puck thing? What do you mean? You know, the puck little... forest with all the Oh, pucks. absolutely. Of those dioramas, that's the best. Mm. Yes. Uh, it makes me think I would love to see Godot's Forge and what that was like. You yeah, know? and the, the coffin. I especially miss the coffin. It seems mm-hmm. like yeah, it's too. pretty cool. So, yeah, it's, it's a bummer they, they removed it. Yeah. If they had to pick a couple, I would just nix the goddamn one. It takes up so much room. It's yeah, but room. that's, you know, it's, it's the same with the animes. That's the big thing they're hyping up. Sure. I feel like it is like it's always been with Berserk. Is the, the from majority of the fans up to the people who actually are responsible for marketing it? They they don't actually understand why it's good. Yeah, like I they, agree. They can feel there's something special about it, but they, they they don't know exactly what, and so it comes down to wow, big shocking moment you won't believe. It's like wow, wow, yeah, and. Uh, and yeah, that's like that's missing the point, guys. That's not. I mean, the eclipse is great, and it, and it is shocking, and everything is cool. But that is not like that is not what makes it special. It's totally. not. It's not just that there's a big twist. Oh my god, he was a ghost all along. <laughs> that, that is not it. That is not the thing. Yeah. So yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it is a bit frustrating, but uh, I mean, that's what it is. It's it's been like that for. 20 years. Yeah, it's just kind of what marketing is in a way, but it's, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah. They just kind of go for, like, I guess the m- memes, if you want to call them that. I don't know. Yeah, lowest common denominator stuff. I mean, again, the, the things that someone who doesn't know much about the series would understand. And we, we, we've talked before about how, like, the anime they do, like, it's just a... Guys, commercial basically mm-hmm. for the manga. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, supports this. It, it is kind of the same with the exhibition, and you feel that when you get to the end, as if I did the like stuff everywhere that says it's co- it's going on, it's continuing. Buy the magazine, it's continuing. It's not over. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, you're saying, but it's it's going on. Yeah. So we is a bit. It's a bit tasteless, in my opinion. Uh, it is. I mean, just that's, that's not the point, guys. Um, yeah. John's uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I've been it. flipping through the art book, uh, the um, the uh, artwork of Berserk. Can't just call it an art book; it would have been too yeah, easy. Yeah, uh, and I, I came to a page that uh, kind of reminded me of something. Yeah, uh, Grail noticed in uh, 
Oh, all the different faces. This is this is in what was Red it? as the Eclipse happens, Volume Twelve. Volume Twelve. You see all the faces in the sky. Mm. Yeah, and all the varying faces. Of course, you can notice right away that all the faces are different. But uh, I, I was just, you know, looking at the original artwork. Of course, kind of jarred my brain. Instead sure. of just flipping the page to the next one, like we were talking about. Okay, what's the next part? You kind of really take some time to look at the, all the different expressions and the different young faces, the placid faces, the scary faces, yeah. and thinking. Mm. And I asked, as do you think these are the these faces guys. in the vortex? Yeah, and uh, we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, there was. What's interesting about them? I I had noticed that before. Okay. Is that they go from detailed and formed to becoming more. Uh, you know, Generic. Yeah, unformed and, and vague. And uh, Grail was like asking me if I think it's because they are losing their individuality, uh, you know, in the vortex stuff. And, uh, you know, that's one way to interpret it, which I think is valid. The other way is that Mira wanted to have something interesting, whereas the ones that are the foreground are more detailed and then they, you know, less details about. Mm-hmm. I think both takes are correct, but uh, yeah, it is interesting. And I do think they represent like damned souls basically so yeah stuff that's uh marinating in that big whirlpool mm-hmm. downstairs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know Yubi comes up or Conrad comes up from the ground and closes uh, the door behind him yeah, there's nothing back there don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> just sign just sign the paper sir yeah. and as, as beautiful as this page is or as grotesque i suppose you'd say um grotesque it, can be beautiful no, that's what i'm saying in that way but i mean it still doesn't give you the same impression as seeing the real thing. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> that's fresh in my mind and looking at this. It looks great, but at the same time, I'm like, I really like seeing the constructed piece. One thing that actually I was thinking about is uh, Goya's uh, black paintings. Mm-hmm. It, it's very reminiscent of that. And seeing it in person and seeing the original artwork really cements that feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's really... And we had, a, again, a, today a conversation about uh, with, with Gray about the... Uh, the high quality reproductions and what you get out of them. And they're really, the process they use is really good and you really see a lot more. And yet you still don't see as much as the original. And that, that is an interesting thing. Like some of them, we actually had to discuss and check and see like if there was any uh, depth to them and dimensionality just to make sure they were actually copies or not. And uh, so that that shows that they are very good, mm-hmm. but still you don't feel the same. Like it's not the same. It's still not the same. Agreed. So it's really a case where, like I was saying yesterday, uh, even if you filmed it like 8K with uh, HDR 10 plus whatever you want, it's not gonna be the same as seeing it with your eyes. I like, agree. You know, it's one of those cases. So people who have high myopia. They because there's a way the eyeball is formed, they are able to see like very, very, very uh, small details. It's so, the, for example, people who do like diamond uh, inspection stuff like that usually are people who have high myopia because they just got to remove the glasses and they can see stuff that even if you had a microscope, I mean, not even a microscope, but even with like a, a, a looking glass, you might not get be able to see these details. And I feel like Someone like that, looking up close, mm-hmm. you could see stuff that... That's for, true. For us, even if you've got like a, a magnifying glass, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. And, and so no matter, probably no scanning, no, there's no process that could reproduce th- those pages as they are when you see them, in, you know, like in the flesh, I was going to say, in the, yeah. in the pulp mm. fiber. <laughs> I've, I think I've said it every single podcast we've done here in Japan, but... 
like that is still like that's the the other thing that keeps hitting me over and over and over is that these are the real thing you know and every time i lay eyes on it i just i'm still blown away and it still mm. feels really special that we're seeing the real thing gobs is looking right now as as two of the uh paintings that were done for the illustration fire there's a one of gods from uh, an overhead angle slash you can also and then there's a one of pugs that was you know threefold uh posture these are present, and uh, they're like full-size reproductions. They're big, big, they're, big. They're fucking big, and yeah. they're like... I think it has the dimensions. I think they were the real deal, too, right? Yeah, yeah. They I, were the real yeah. painting. It would be 880 by 700, uh, and it must be... What unit? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It doesn't say. I'm assuming... <laughs> I don't know. That, that must be... Centimeters? Millimeters? What would 800 centimeters be? It can't be millimeters. No, it's got to be centimeters. Yeah, centimeters. It's got to be centimeters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's big, guys. It's pretty big. Yeah, it's, it's quite big. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, no, it can't be. No, it can't possibly be centimeters. Who knows? It's big. That's the point. Because if I had to guess when we saw these in person, I assumed they were the real deal because you could see the there was... There was a lot going on, and, and well, the bleeding as well. The, the bleed also yeah. that could have been printed, but why bother? Mm-hmm. Um, I, in standard measurement, American measurement, uh, I had estimated it twenty-four by thirty-six, which is like a standard canvas size, but I could mm. be wrong. Yeah, yeah. it was no. very large. These are millimeters. What? This yeah. is how? Okay, sure. I'm... Because because it's close to a meter. Okay. And uh, a meter is a thousand millimeters. Okay. I didn't see the dimensions there. I was looking over there. Ah, this one is for this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the, this one is for this one. Mm-hmm. This one, this one. Oh, sorry. I didn't see the text. Yeah, okay, cool. That's why I was... Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty big. Mm-hmm. It's pretty big. It's uh, 88 centimeters, like in the larger size. So that's, that, is, uh, that is pretty big. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's bigger than this one, but they're both fucking massive. No, they're the same size. Are they? Just, yeah. Okay. Got if it. you happen to get a chance to go to... One of these berserk exhibitions in the future. Hopefully, they'll keep doing this. Uh, yeah. By all means, get there. It's mind blowing. You know, I really do wish they would. It's been one of the things we, we've been talking uh, about it with Puella is that I wish they would do a museum. Like after it's done, after like the road show is done, instead of just storing them somewhere, I wish they would like open a space permanently and be like, okay, this is a berserk museum now, yeah. and. Uh, might doesn't even have to be now, you know, but do it at some point, some place. The thing is, they, they, for example, uh, Tezuka has a museum in his home city, you know, but that's like the god of manga. Sure, so, sure. Uh, yeah. Manga king. Yeah. No, no, the god of manga, not the manga king. What's the difference? Well, god is bigger than king. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's really who they call him. Okay. So, uh Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's because that's that's his actual title. That's how he's referred to in Japan. Okay. And uh, but yeah, the thing is like, Mira doesn't have that clout, and also like it's not all ages. You know what yeah. I mean? So that makes a big difference too. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I do, I do hope that they do that. Mm. He deserves it. Yeah. And that art deserves it too. Well, yeah, because the alternative is where does this stuff go after the exhibition's over? In it's storage. The old storage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Store well, it and then wheel it out for the 50th. Yeah, so I would. I would like uh, that, you know? If anyone wants to do like an Ocean's Eleven uh, mm-hmm. heist with me and uh, <laughs> bring me all the stuff, the red fine. light is on. It'll be in, it'll be in storage in my house, no problem. Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be like the villain. 
you know, who's got the whole, like, uh, in his dimension, it's yeah. all stolen out from museums. <laughs> Welcome to my own abode. <laughs> Did you guys want to talk about beyond the exhibition stuff today? I think we're at 30 minutes. Sure. 43 don't, minutes. Don't be don't be so stingy with the minutes. It's, it's free. We've, we've got time. Okay. <laughs> Look at this guy. So, it snowed today. That was a big change because in a, instead of the frost and ice, we had to contend with constant snow. I don't think anybody cares about weather forecasts, but there was no snow on the menu today. There was like a 30% chance of snow was what I saw for like an yeah. hour window. Instead, it snowed all day and it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I like the snow because you don't sleep as much. Mm-hmm. Oh, slip. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, The traction is better. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yesterday was a nightmare. Every step was a potential back problem mm-hmm. uh, yesterday and the day before. Today, you're right. Sure footing. It was beautiful, too. Yeah. Yeah. So we went up to, uh, I almost called it the BJ's Tower. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. It's a JR Tower, I think it is, it's called. Yeah, JR Tower uh, T38. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it was a 38-story tall giant tower in Sapporo, and you could see the entire city, uh, kind of a panoramic view as you walked around. It's very dreamlike. Yeah. And very peaceful up there, quiet, except for us, mm-hmm. uh, talking and swapping stories for like an hour up there. It was really cool, because like, yeah. at some points the visibility wasn't as great because of the weather, but from time to time it would clear up and we'd see so, so much further. And it'd That was really cool. It was like an on-off screen yeah. kind of thing. It was neat because the weather was kind of making it more, uh, what's the word, interactive in a way, changing. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. And just very peaceful. And there's other people up there just hanging out and drinking and eating snacks and stuff. And mm. We're just cruising along, talking at full volume. <laughs> Being Westerners, but before yeah. that we That's had... fine. We weren't that loud. Are we? Were we? Probably, probably pretty. I wasn't. I was not lowering my voice. I'll say that. Yeah, we're probably fine. being loud. Talking I'm a pretty about, loud talker. We were talking about what what had just happened before we came to the tower, which was I don't remember what was. We went to the tea shop. <gasps> we How went. Could I, right. the tea? I wrote it down, but I forgot about it. We went to the oldest tea shop in Sapporo. Um, it was great. It was amazing, yeah. dude. Like. So, first of all, Azil said, let's just go get some ice cream matcha. And I was like, oh, well, sure. Sounds good. I, I I had said before a number of times that it was the oldest tea shop in Sapporo that had great yeah. tea. And that they also had uh, matcha ice cream. Mm-hmm. It sounded fun. We just heard ice cream and ignored the rest yeah. of it. It sounded tasty. I, I was the like, ice cream part was only to get Gobolatil on board. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know he's a... To be fair, I did hear tea shop and I was like, okay, tea is good. I, mean, I like tea. Yeah. yeah, tea so, is good, ice cream is good. So my point is my expectations weren't, they weren't low, they just weren't high. They were like, okay, great, sounds cool. And then we walk into this little tiny tea shop. Tiny, uh, tiny. Pretty small, and didn't really didn't really seat us, but they made it work. Yeah. And this guy sets us down and puts cups out and just walks us through proper preparation of green tea over a multi-course. The Japanese way. The Japanese way, the correct way. And in the course well, of conversation, I mean, he spoke in a um, mixture of English and Japanese for us, for our benefit, right? Yeah. And he eventually explained that, you know, the Japanese government eventually, you know, I don't know what the proper word is, but... No, know. well, so what was... Uh, because I mentioned I was French, so he said he he went to France once because uh, the Japanese government mandated him to uh, teach... Uh, Dominique Boucher's uh, 
uh, restaurant, the proper way to serve tea. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting that he was government mandated to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's Which kind implies of, like a level it's, it's of kind of a, It's kind of a humble brag too. It's like, yeah, I'm so I'm such a big shot. They had to get me and to basically force me to do it. Because mm -hmm. the guy clearly is finding his little shop and... Uh, He's like a secret, a secret action hero. Yeah, he's, he's having the time of his life. So I was imagining, uh, you know, a government shopper coming to get him. You know, yeah, like totally. you see right, uh, 80s action movies. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, he really gave us. Did you just say it was pretty good? It was pretty good. Yeah, the tea was pretty good. I mean, the whole experience. Okay, All right. yeah, the tea was great. Mm -hmm. It was great. The, the ice cream was great. Probably the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. Which Easily, you, which you wouldn't expect in a in a shop selling green tea, but it is really great. Yeah. And yeah, the by the way, the ice cream. What is what do I mean when I say matcha ice cream? So it's like I, I want to say was it soft serve? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it had yeah, soft it serve plus um, yeah. matcha green stuff. The yeah. matcha well, the matcha ma formula that he said that he formulated based on his grandfather's recipe. No, that's the hojicha. Oh, hojicha. Yeah, yeah. The, the matcha is his, his uh, recipe, which changes every day because uh, right. it's not always the same. Mm. It's soft serve and uh, red bean paste. Yeah. Which yeah. adds the sweetness. Bean paste was so good. And uh, basically, it's all organic. It's Everything is done like with local products by him. So even like the... Um, the cone. The cone yeah, itself. Even the cone itself yeah. is... Uh, so it was like... It's brittle stuff, but because it's good, no chemicals. He, and you were saying like, I three, three of these a day, and, uh, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm in you know, perfect shape. Instead, it fights cancer, it fights uh, Alzheimer's, it fights. That's yeah. that's what the yeah, it's for like green tea. That's yeah. what yeah. that's what they say. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's true. Who who knows? And but. part of the story here is to paint a picture of the man himself. This is a kind of a you know a, a kind of a thinner. Elderly, elderly, like I want to say, sixties, maybe seventies. Yeah, it's probably yeah, late, late sixties, late sixties, seventies, and he, you know, immaculately dressed with his little slacks and his uh, collared shirt, and he, you know, I thought it was very endearing that he had his mask on, but it was under his nose. Oh, that's how it goes when in, you're in yeah. the American style, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's doing that for us. Yeah, it was very yeah. nice, and uh, you know, he was very enthusiastically ushering us in when. I, I think when he saw us, he, he really wanted to show us the he process. He saw the bags. And let me just yeah. tell you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was a good investment of time on his part because we all bought stuff. Oh, yeah. We, I think yeah, we each yeah. spent at least 50 bucks. Absolutely. And yeah, he yeah. went through the, the process very meticulously and, you know, really showed how to pour the tea. Mm. In the, each step of, you know, pouring the tea first, you don't want to lose the nutrients. Second step, you can shuffle it around a little yeah. bit and then you get all these nutrients. And then the third time around... And then, of course, the roasted tea, which was... The, oh, the, I love the roast. I can't was, wait to drink that. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. excited. So, and uh, I think he had uh, his wife or relatives who were helping to run the shop and kind of shuffling around us, and we were all like, oh, oh, oh go in, go It was in. a pretty small place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and no, so, it was great. It was, it was wonderful. Anyway, so thank you for that recommendation, because I didn't care about it at all, but it was great. Yes. Yeah. My, all my recommendations are great. <laughs> Whatever kills you, this is what I said. They asked for a pen. Give me the pen. He's over in a corner now. I guess this is a demo podcast. Um, the only recommendation yours that has not panned out so far is the post office location. That was the only one that did. Well, I mean, it's, not, it's just it's not even your fault. Not even your fault. Unexpectedly, on the ninth floor of the local mall. Yeah, where do you put a post office? Ooh, ooh, I know. Go to the mall and go to the ninth the floor. The highest fucking floor yeah. of the mall. Like, That's where it is. You're carrying, you're carrying a heavy package. 
Was, you know, that's not even the problem. The problem is I didn't have like the right size box I wanted. Right, of course, like, yeah. you, you'd expect. And so that that's a like the main store. It's like the post office store where you. That's the main that piece of shit tiny thing. Well, yeah, that's what they call it. The, you know, the post office main store. But the point is, I expected they would have like some decent sized box. Sure. To ship, of course, or to at least uh, put all my 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 stuff I bought. Uh, yeah, yeah merch. Uh, through the the plane, and. Well, they did not. They had the tiniest box, so uh, that was, that was disappointing. Bummer. I didn't care. Because... They, were, they weren't even nice, so I'm going to do it the Japanese way. And one, one fucking, star. One fucking star. Yeah. That's a well-earned one star, <laughs> One though. fucking star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The waiter was whatever person was cold, mm-hmm. and I felt uh, um, embarrassed and miserable, <laughs> and and they made a sound with the, when they dropped the thing. So, yeah, one star. Yeah, one star, for sure. <laughs> That's kind of an in-joke because uh, the reviews here are very, very, very picky on service. Mm-hmm. Like every, they, they will complain about stuff. And uh, yeah, when she when she puts something down on the table, it made a sound. Yeah, well, therefore, some, some guy was complaining that in a shop, so it's a trading card shop. Oh yeah, and yeah. and uh, and yeah, when the like the the cashier basically like put something down and maybe he slapped it down. At least the thing was like it made a sound. And the guy was like, one star review, I'm never going there again. And yeah. I was like, okay, and sure. Other people looked at my purchase and the cashier made a sound and it made me feel very bad. <laughs> yeah. Not great experience. For me. I mean, I should, we shouldn't laugh at people's yeah. weird ways. I mean, I'm We're sure fucking we all that weirdos. Weird the, well, the internet yeah. gave a voice to everybody, for better or for worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the way out of there, um, I've been wanting to get my son a Kirby something because he loves Kirby. And he actually asked me, I said, you can have anything you want. Tell me what you want in Japan. He said, it has to be Kirby related. So I failed to find anything Kirby related and I was kind of getting quietly bummed. Well, I mean, you, we, we hadn't done the full search yet. It's true. And we could get more Kirby shit if you wanted. No, I think we're good. Well, uh, I can get you Kirby. <laughs> you want a Kirby? I can get you Kirby. Um, so we like stumbled into this place that claimed to be an arcade, or not? It didn't even say arcade. Uh, it was there a game was, station, there were, game, game story, yeah, game whatever. station, or something. Yeah, there were actual arcade games in the far, far back. Yeah, yeah. but as we walked through, some guy very excitedly playing a rhythm, rhythm game. Rhythm yeah. Holy yeah. shit! That guy was fucking. He was bad. wearing gloves on touching the he screen. Was, he was on. Yeah. I don't know how the hell he was doing. But I um I had my video camera running and I was just kind of like walking through and then yeah there's a bunch of Kirby like things yeah. you can the winning crane game type you know uh, rip off thing rip off, rip right. off machines <laughs> and I immediately just dropped a thousand in on it um, trying to like maneuver Kirby into the opening and. There was a little couple like watching me, like silently cheering me on. I want to say with smiles. Yeah, yeah you know? they, they were they were on your side. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, after dropping two thousand yen and not moving it more than like I don't know four inches or something, I kind of got frustrated and I was like, I've already spent two effectively twenty dollars on this thing, and I even used some of Gob's money. Yeah. Uh, I said I, I walked away. I said I've done my damage. I'm out of here. Walked away. And then I saw and the I couple. You, you were handing them the Kirby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt I felt yeah I felt that you were correct. The couple that was cheering me on immediately swooped over to the crane game, and I walked away defeated, and I was like, okay, oh well. And then I did another loop, because I wanted to see how they did, if they got it or not, and they weren't doing very well. And I was like, huh, hmm, I see. So I, the master can't get it, neither can you, huh? huh? And then I looped back around again, and they like they handed it to me. And I was like, Whoa. what? And I bowed very low, and I thanked them profusely. They were very nice, yeah. Yeah, they were very nice to do that. I don't know how many yen they spent on it, but I don't know. 
couple couple hundred probably. Anyway, that was very cool. I was very happy to get my Kirby. You had, uh, you know, you had really was almost there. I know. I mean, we, we yeah. had to squeeze you've got, through. You got to describe. It's not like you wasted your money doing nothing. Oh, he was moving you a little moved bit. moved it inch by inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Until it was really almost there. And I think, like, it's what I was saying earlier. Is like, after, like, the 30th try, you just you just burned out. You're just doing random shit. And it's not working anymore. Well, it's so. a lot of negative reinforcement because you keep failing and not yeah. moving. It's like, it's why should I It's getting you more, more and more frustrated. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, you know, it's... Kind of a gambling adjacent stuff. Oh, yeah. Where it's, it's like the mind shit they're doing must be. Uh, mm. The lights anyway. and the sound are very overwhelming in there. Oh, God, too. yeah. I'm okay with that. I don't know. Somehow I can tune it all out. It kind yeah, of reminds me of the arcades. It's more just like the, the fact that Crane has no actual strength. That's just, you know. It's oh, yeah, the grip. That, that, that should be illegal, actually. Yeah, it's <laughs> just. It's just a fucking plastic stick, basically. It's just useless. It's yeah. the same grip I gave the tea guy when I shook his hand. He, he gave me the monster grip whenever I shook his hand. <laughs> Honestly, I felt his grip was fine. What if he just sat and shaking you hard? Maybe he saw you and he backed off of his yeah. big well, grip he, and he saw me. He must have been impressed when I told him his tea was pretty good. That's not yeah. bad. Not bad. Huh? Yeah. You spit more too, so he gave you a more, you know. No, I think he gave handshake. me the firmest grip, but I mean, I'm a real man, oh a man's man. Oh my god, Jesus! Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what right. do you want me to say when you're you're egging me on? What should I do? Should I say, yeah, yeah you're right. He went easy on me because I'm a, uh, I don't know. No. Uh, what else? But we... he was he was healthy. He was a healthy young. He was for yeah. sure. All that. And I did, and I did spend a lot of money. We are in Sapporo, Japan, and we went to eat at the Sapporo Beer Garden. That's right. Which was very cool, and the the wafting fumes of lamb greet you as soon as you open the door. It smells like roasted lamb in there. As yeah, soon as you walk well, in. Be, be, that's one of the local specialties. It's mm-hmm. uh, grilled lamb. Uh, they call it Genji's Can, like mm-hmm. the Mongol uh, warlord, because... The, the the stuff you barbecue it on is uh, vaguely vaguely reminiscent of a Mongol helmet, and the the legend is that they were grilling meat on the helmet while on the move. Ah, yeah. In the vast plains of Mongolia and wherever they mm. went to conquer land and uh, ravish women. It's like a dome of iron they heat up and you put yeah. it on top of it. It's not it's not too unlike bulgogi, you know, the Korean barbecue, mm-hmm. but you know whatever. So we ate lamb and. Uh, we all we all order some sides because you can't just eat meat. You gotta order some other shit too. And then I looked to my right, and Gobbs is like, "There's a robot." And I was like, "What?" And the robot came and <laughs> literally handed us our food. Well, it didn't hand it us; it, mm. it carried it on a tray. Very reminiscent of Rocky IV, I felt. Right? Yeah, yeah. it was Rocky IV robot. These yes, these robots were introduced with uh, COVID. Were they really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, yeah, not just in Japan, but yeah, I remember. Uh, it's one thing to read about it and another to see a, a, a robot bring you your food. To be honest, I feel like that's kind of a, like a... Gimmick? Is, yeah. Sure, yeah. it's a gimmick. They, they got, they got a, like, they invested, I don't know how much in it, so they got to use it. Sure. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of a... That's why Rocky went broke. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was cute. I did too. And, um... I'm easily amused. Yeah, you were, you were thinking you were talking to a robot. Uh, it's trying to... How often do you have a robot? Hundred percent. Yeah, give you food. It's like wow, there he is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a little guy. I don't know why, but I almost left out that we're in the presence of the Crow King here. We started out the day <laughs> by saying it was very snowy outside, and um, 
I actually went up to grab something. We were all gathered to leave for the day, and I was late, and I came down, and I turned the corner, and Gobbs is over there feeding the crows, which yeah. you're not supposed to do, I, but it was more like he was showing them who the real boss was. I, well, yeah. I, you know. That's a, that's a very generous interpretation. I think I'll, he was, I'll take it, though. I, I, if you want to call me the king of crows, then that's who I am. <laughs> I Odin. Hi. He's Odin the god. I'm the king of crows. Hi. Um, so... I saw this little dude, this little poor... I love birds. I'll just start off by saying that. I saw this little black crow, and I'm 100% certain that this is their fucking scam. Yeah. There was a little guy walking in the in the snow. He looked so cold. And miserable and alone. Alone. He had his little birdie feet. And then I was like, I'm going to give this guy a... I'm going to go back in the hotel and grab it. And a, I urge you on. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to grab some bread and bring it back. And as soon as I came back out, I looked above me, and there there was like another crow on the the power line looking down. I'm like, okay, well, I'll feed hey, them Billy's up. got one. Billy's got one. The instant I break off a piece of the bread, like a trillion crows come out of nowhere, yeah. and they're just like, ah, ah. <laughs> doing the crow thing. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, and I just. I wanted to get one of them to eat out of my hand. They wouldn't do that, so I just kind of. Oh, why would you want it to eat out of your hand? Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But I'm not saying it's not cool. First of all, he's a crow king. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying the potential for like actual, you know. Oh come on, he's a crow king. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying bloodletting from an animal from bird. That that would have been that would have been manly and metal. (laughs) Probably also probably painful, but not for me. So it's fine. I think. I've been bitten by like a parrot before. There, it does hurt, but These somehow crows are assholes. They're <laughs> assholes. It's true, but I, I, I trust them. They're my, they're my little, they're my little buddies. You they're know. Little rotten soldiers. They're my, they're my sweet cheese, my rotten, my rotten soldier, my good time boy. I did enjoy seeing you get swindled by birds. That, oh, wow. that was that was something. And I mean, I was definitely on team. Oh, he looks so miserable. That's <laughs> getting something. And even after you, like the whole camp, was like, did a miserable one get get or did the others take it? And then we we're like, wait, did they actually like mind fuck us into? <laughs> oh, absolutely, hundred percent. They probably did. These... What did you feed them? What was it? Oh, it was just one of those um, sugar milk bread. Oh, those those were terrible though. Right? The milk yeah. bread ones? They, they, were, they weren't Jokes too... on the fucking crows! <laughs> yeah, they got the shitty bread. Because the yeah. good ones are those chocolate buns. Right, oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, I was happy to be swindled by a bunch of birds. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I was worried I was going to get in trouble, actually. Because I, I, I have a feeling that tourists come to this place often and get swindled by birds. And then birds come and they terrorize the What would that place. enforcer look like? Uh, a man dressed as a <laughs> hawk. <laughs> Another bird. It'd be yeah. Griffith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I know. But oh. that's the day. Um, I think we're about to close it out here. Um, but yeah, we're, it's probably pretty much the end of the day. But yeah, we have one more day, full day here in Sapporo before we all head back for various places to across the world. But oh. one more full day ahead of us uh, in the last day of the Big Berserk Exhibition for us will be tomorrow. So tune in for one more of these before we all fly out of here. And if you're interested in tea, go to gyokusuien.co.jp. That's G-Y-O-K-U-S-U-I-E-N.co.jp. Mm-hmm. I think he may ship... T 
tea. Get a firm virtual handshake. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Excellent yeah. tea. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.